Bonnie and I are here celebrating 10 million downloads of this show. This is Coaching for Leaders, episode 428. Produced by Innovate Learning, maximizing human potential. Greetings to you from Orange County, California. This is Coaching for Leaders, and I'm your host, Dave Stahoviak. Leaders aren't born, they're made. And this weekly show helps you discover leadership wisdom through insightful conversations. Normally, once a month, the first Monday of the month, we turn the show over to questions that have come in. We are uh, still turning the show over to you today, but we're doing something a little different because we have just passed this incredible milestone of 10 million downloads of episodes of the Coaching for Leaders podcast since I began airing the show back in 2011. And I'm so glad that Bonnie gets to be here today to help us uh, celebrate this milestone a bit. So hello, Bonnie. Hi, Dave. Congratulations. That is absolutely so mind-boggling that I can't even wrap my head around it. But I'm guessing that the numbers are there. You have some receipts to show for... There are so many receipts, it's a bit overwhelming. So we thought, rather than just letting this go by, as I am sometimes prone to do on uh, big milestones, we'd stop here for at least one episode and take a moment to recognize a few voices. And we're calling this one in 10 million because, of course, there have been so many interactions that I could never possibly capture in this episode today. But we did put a call out a few weeks ago for uh, just a few perspectives of what folks have gained from listening to the show, if it's just been for a few months, or in some cases, folks who've been listening all the way back since 2011. And we have done our best to grab as many of these as we can. I will say up front here, there are people who sent in feedback that were not able to include just because we received so many of them, which is extremely overwhelming and humbling. So thank you so much. And I am so sorry if you sent in your feedback. I will do my best to follow up with you personally if you weren't able to get you here in the show. But we've got a whole bunch of folks' experiences to share. So why don't we jump right in, Bonnie? This first message is from Adrian. Howdy, everybody. My name is Adrian, and the prompt for this feedback made me reflect and realize that I've been listening to Coaching for Leaders for five years now. I started listening when I was an analyst and making my first hire to become a manager. I found so many useful episodes, particularly about providing candid feedback, the importance of transparency, and how to communicate these effectively with your team to build trust. Some of my favorite books came as recommendations from this show, and I read them all. These resources taught me to become a better leader. As a result, I'm now sitting in my office as a vice president in my organization. It is so hard to believe that when I started listening, I was nervously preparing to manage a team of one. Now, I am leading a team of 40 and in turn teaching my own team members the skills that I learned through Coaching for Leaders. I'm so happy to hear that you all are reaching this milestone, and I look forward to listening for many more. Adrian, thank you so much for this. Wow, what an incredible what an incredible journey you've been on the last few years. And the thing that just came up for me thinking about what you sent us is the power of movement. I've always looked at this journey of doing the show as not a single episode or a single month or a single year, but really a journey over time. And my hope is is that folks will do what you've done, which is take something from each episode, apply it, see some movement happening. And then when you get somewhere else, you can see a little further than you were able to see before. And you have been just such a wonderful example that I'm so proud of you. 
This next message is from Steve. Hi, Dave. It's Steve Schrader. Congratulations on 10 million downloads. That's awesome. The biggest thing the Coaching for Leaders podcast has done for me is it opened the door for me to join the Coaching for Leaders Academy. The Coaching for Leaders Academy really helped me just focus on a mission, put an action into plan and work that action and get the results that I wanted. But even more than that, it took me from developing my own leadership to working on developing the leadership of all my team members. And that really has made a big difference. So thank you for everything that you've done. Again, congratulations. You've touched a lot of people's lives and that's just awesome. Steve, thank you so much for taking the time to send this in. And uh, if you recognize Steve's voice, it's because he was on episode 369 on a Saturday cast and talked in detail about all the work he did to really improve his coaching skills over the last year or two and during his time in the academy. And the other thing that I just really love that Steve has done more recently has really started to put together a group of uh, colleagues and of his direct reports and actually formed a bit of a leadership mastermind, uh, academy group, circle, whatever you want to call it, within his organization, and has invited people to optionally jump in and to learn more about leadership. And he's just on his own decided to do that. And now other people are jumping in and leading it. And I, I just think it's a great example of where leadership is going. I don't think most of us need another course or you know, one more book is going to make the big difference, although there's certainly lots we learn from new ideas. But the real difference maker I continue to see with our academy members and with so many people who are making incredible movement is just how much those who have had success have really invested in building community and building relationships. And Steve, you've just been a wonderful example of that. So thank you so much for uh, being an example of that and doing so much for your organization too. We heard from Adrian, we heard from Steve, and what I love about both of their stories is that they've been in it for the long haul. And they each focused on such different things. In Adrian's case, it was a lot about transparency and communication. And in Steve's class, it was a lot more about executing those plans and those dreams that we have. And that's one of the things when you're going to take in these sources of knowledge, sources of inspiration, sources of wisdom, is to really make it personal to you and start taking action on it. So thanks to both of you for sharing your stories. And next up, we have a message from Bill. Hello, Dave. And hello, Bonnie. What a wonderful achievement. Congratulations. I was just reflecting on how important it has been for me since I discovered your podcast a couple of years back and the message you gave me, which is showing up every single week and being greeted in the morning as I do my morning walk with a wonderful idea, a wonderful thought and a great discussion, either between yourselves or with you, Dave, taking on one of your incredible speakers. I discovered that basically power of showing up and being of service is just such a wonderful thing. One of the actions that I guess I have taken as a result of that is I now have a wonderful library of podcasts and things that I can refer and send through to people that I now serve. And the ideas that you initially shared are now shareable by me. And for that, I thank you. The result of all of this has been to enhance my reputation, my knowledge, my kudos. And for that, I'm very, very grateful because in doing that there, I guess, we then share the kudos of everybody who is a cultural change maker, teacher, a learner, and all that goes with just being a human being. Thank you so much for everything you've done. 
Bill, you are welcome for showing up each week, and thank you also for showing up too. Uh, you've been listening to the show for so long, and one of the things that has just been a joy for me is getting to build relationships with people all over the world. Bill's in South Africa, and you have shared the show so many times with people, Bill, on social media, on uh, helping get the word out, and in even one case, recommending a guest who came on the show, John Sanaya, who was on not so long ago. And this is just, for me, part of the joy of doing this is that this is very much a community working together. Even though it's me and Bonnie once a month behind the microphone, it is an entire community who's learning together and sharing struggles and sharing ideas. And so thank you, Bill, for that and just being a wonderful example of one of many of so many who have done that over the years. One of the things that I tell our kids often is that there are those times in our life where we do things not because we want to, but because of the payoff on the other side. I often give them the example of going to the dentist, which is not something that I love to do, but showing up is really important. Showing up and sometimes behaving our way into showing up in a more positive way. So I may not necessarily feel really positive every single moment of every day, but that to show up as a leader, that can be contagious to the people who are part of the team. And so I like your inspiration of that, that we're showing up on the great days and on the not as good days. And then also what I'm taking away from your message is that we're doing this in solidarity, that as leaders, we can not only lead our local teams here or those who are geographically distributed, but on our team, but also just the more collective community of people that are looking to become great leaders. And you definitely inspired me toward that mindset. And thank you so much for the message, Bill. Next up, we have a message from Daniel. Hi, Dave. This is Daniel Gridley, and I am in Raleigh, North Carolina. My job is a literacy coach and intervention facilitator for Washington Elementary School in downtown Raleigh. And one thing I discovered from the show was the coaching question to use the acronym AWE, A-W-E. And what else? An action that I took now that school is off for the summer is to reflect on my own work as a coach and to grow my craft over the summer to be better prepared to coach my school community when school starts in just a week or two. The result that I received is I feel more ready than ever and I look forward to intentional conversations as the school year starts as we grow together as a school community. I appreciate your work. And I look forward to a quality resource each week by listening to your podcast. Thank you very much. Daniel, thank you so much for this. I'm so glad that this question is helpful. And of course, the awe question and what else is one of the seven questions from The Coaching Habit by Michael Bungay-Stanier. It's probably my favorite book for leaders of the last decade. And you speak to something, Daniel, that has been a real aim and joy of mine over these years of getting to host the show is finding something that is just exciting and practical and useful, like uh, when the coaching habit first came across my screen, and being able to share it with a lot of other folks. Um, I've used the analogy over the years that I feel like I'm an archaeologist in a lot of ways. I, I love to dig in, find something that I get excited about, and I think it'd be really useful for people. And then be an evangelist for that in any way I can. And Michael Bungay-Stanier is one of the best examples of that since he's been on the show three times and we'll be back again soon because his work is so useful to us as leaders and it's so accessible. And that's something that I think a lot about is what can we do on this show every single week that at least 
one thing that you hear, you could take away and put into practice immediately. And it gets back to what Adrian said earlier. If you do that consistently over time, what amazing things can happen. And I'm so glad that you've used the awe question and put that into practice and have seen some great things happen from it. Next up, we have a message from Steve. Hi, this is Steve Chase from San Antonio. I discovered in episode 44, The Power of Introverts with Susan Kane, that there is incredible strengths with being an introvert. Susan said to seek to do the things that you do best and that you can be as useful to others in your collection and gathering of information and then communicating that in meaningful ways to others, which is so powerful. So the action that I took, and it was cautious in a long time, was that I started my own bookkeeping firm and the result has been fantastic. I'm overjoyed by getting to do what I love to do. I work from home. I get to collect data. I get to deliver insights to my customers. I get to add value to other businesses out there. And I am helping enrich and transform my customers' lives, which has just been outstanding. Thank you, Dave. And thank you to all the members of the Coaching for Leaders community. It is a pleasure to listen to the podcast. So, Bonnie, I think Steve was one of the very first listeners I heard from almost seven, eight years ago now since we started the show. Steve, you've been so loyal and just been so gracious over the years of sending me notes and sharing your journey with me. I had no idea that Susan Cain was the inspiration to begin your journey on this. And speaking of learning things, Bonnie, I, I think back to when Susan Cain was on the show, I think she was the very first New York Times bestselling author we had on the show. She was so incredibly gracious to come on. I have no idea why she said yes, because at the time, hardly anyone was listening to the show. And I just remember preparing for that interview. And the interview itself is okay, but I think there's nine minutes of intro of me telling people how good the interview is going to be when you go listen to it. And I've been on this journey with you too, Steve, of learning to get better. And as we talked about earlier in the question with Bill of just showing up consistently and being willing to be mediocre at something for a while is part of the learning process. And so the loyalty that you, Steve, and others especially who have listened to the show from the very beginning when I wasn't as confident and competent to doing what I'm doing now, and of course I'm still learning every day too, but it's just been tremendous for me. And it's, and it's a great reminder that even in the midst of that stumbling and that mediocrity, that some really wonderful things happen that began some journeys for so many people. And uh, you're just a great example of that. And thank you for, for listening and for being a part of that. The person who sent in this next message has been a big contributor to both of our podcasts. This is Isabel. Hi, Dave. This is Isabel Iqbal. A big congratulations on your 10 million downloads. It's fantastic. So one thing I discovered from the show, I would say it's it was more reaffirmed than a discovery. This was with Scott Barlow, where he spoke about networks, and he really reaffirmed the importance of existing networks as compared to the energy it takes to build and strengthen new networks. And so I'd say an action that I took was I've become more intentional about staying connected with my existing network and making sure that I am putting 
as much or more energy into that as compared to the the new networks. And the result I've received is that I feel like now people from my existing network are reciprocating really positively and consistently by also reaching out to me and connecting with me about projects or referrals. And that's been wonderful. Thank you, Dave. Isabeau, thank you so much for the support of the show. I'm so glad you've you've done this and that Scott's message really reaffirmed the investment to making the people that are right in front of you. Our tendency, I think a lot of the times when we start talking about relationship building and networking is to think about where are the new relationships that I can form to really broaden my influence and help me in my career. And those are important, of course, but we often miss the even more important place, which is to build better relationships with the people that are already right in front of us, our friends, our family members, the people that we already have professional relationships with. And I do think we often miss that opportunity and you have doubled down on that and it's reciprocated in wonderful ways. And let me reciprocate to you as well. You have been so gracious to me in putting me in touch with folks. Lisa Cummings, who's become a good friend, who is the host of the Lead Through Strengths podcast, has been a guest several times on this show and will be again. Isabeau, you put us in touch several years ago and said, you know, I remember you reaching out to me. I listen to both your shows and I think you should know each other. And it's been an incredible blessing to me to know Lisa and to learn from her about StrengthsFinder. So thank you for that. And also thank you for taking time earlier this year to pull up my own StrengthsFinder report and help me through it. For most of you wouldn't know, Isabeau is a StrengthsFinder coach, and she works with folks one-on-one to help them to really discover more about their strengths and talents. So for those of you who are interested in that, on a, a lot of organizations do this as a team, but for those of you who are interested in doing that on a one-on-one basis, she's a wonderful resource for that. So I will link up to her in the show notes for those of you who are interested in knowing more about StrengthsFinder. And Bonnie, she helped me to kind of go through the StrengthsFinder assessment for the first time. And I think for the first time, I pulled all 33 or 34. I'd never done that before. I think you did that recently too, didn't you? Not with Isabo yet, but but yes, did pay for that additional report information. Yeah, yeah, it's super it's super interesting. So thank you, Isabo, for that and for the gift you've given to our community in so many ways. Next up we have a message from Steven. Hey Dave, congratulations on the 10 million downloads. That is awesome news. Coaching for leaders has has had a major impact on me. I, I enjoy listening to your episodes and uh, just all different facets of my work life are impacted by your shows. But one thing I discovered was episode 285. You had referred to it in in another episode, and I went back and found it, and it was how to write a killer LinkedIn profile with Brenda Bernstein. And that was an amazing, amazing episode. And I continue to have it uploaded, and I listen to it over and over again. The action that I took as a result was I stopped making excuses about, yeah, 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 I'll get my profile done eventually. I'll do this. I'll do this. I had friends who were bugging me going, come on, hey, you got to get done. Well, the action I took is I actually started doing it and I listened to your advice over and over again, to Brenda's advice over and over again. And the result I got, well, even though it's still a work in progress, I'm connecting with people now. And I thank you very much for an incredible show and uh, keep up the great work. Best wishes on your next 10 million. Take care. Steve, thank you so much for this. I'm glad you found that past episode and dived in. I saw your LinkedIn profile and you're well on your way to having a great presence online. And I remember having a lunch with a listener years ago and one of the 
things he mentioned at that lunch was that uh, he appreciated that the show really uh, tried to dive in on every aspect that'd be helpful to leaders and that we went lots of different directions and it was very much a generalist show. And I've, I've really worked to try to look at every aspect of leadership, the practical things, the technology, the difficult conversations, in this case, looking at social media once in a while where it can be helpful to us. And so I'm, I'm glad it's been useful to you as well of really um, taking the time to look at all those different lenses and reaching out in those ways. I really appreciated that same LinkedIn episode when it first aired. And then there was another subsequent one where they offered, I guess, Dave, you offered the opportunity for people to volunteer to have their LinkedIn profiles analyzed and get feedback. And I really liked that. Although I'll tell you, when you listen to someone as magnificent as that, that has so many good things and every time it's, you know, going to LinkedIn, well, and, and, and I think, you know, for me, I'm not a job searcher in any stretch of the imagination, but I still would like it to reflect my values and my mission and sense of purpose. And, and, you know, it's always, there's always opportunities, but I like the way that you emphasize just going in there and maybe you didn't say this, Steve, but just get it done, you know, <laughs> change one thing. I mean, just, just that fine tuning over a longer sustained period of time than one grand extreme LinkedIn makeover. You said something else, Steve, which I wanted to mention too, uh, that I referred to a past episode. I've been doing that for a few years. I, I stole that idea from Tom Henschel. Thank you, Tom, for <laughs> inspiring me to do that. And at one point, right after I did that, someone emailed me and said, they said it much nicer than I'm going to make it sound, but they said, well, it sounds, it's kind of self-serving, isn't it, for you to just refer to episodes you've already done before? And I wrote her back and I said, it's funny you mentioned that. I, I do feel like that a little bit myself, but I've had so many people email me to tell me how useful that is to make the connections back into our library of other shows that have related. And so I'm I'm well over the fear of that being self-serving at this point. And I'm, I've really doubled down on that. And I'm going to continue doing it because I've heard from so many of you how useful that is, not only here on the episodes, but in the weekly guide. And in fact, I'm trying to think of ways to even do a better job of making those connections because um, this is a, a journey. The more we can bring those connections together between past guests and lessons from episodes. I think that that is useful to all of us. This next message is from Margaret. Hey, Dave and listeners, it's Margaret McCarthy here from Melbourne, Victoria in Australia. I've been on a steep learning curve like many others from being an individual contributor to a manager. I listen a lot to the show. I've learned so much from your guests and really deeply appreciate the the wisdom and advice that they've given me One piece that I've actually put into practice every single day is some advice that Lois Frankel provided, uh, and it was about the way that women can change some of the ways that we interact in meetings, and that is to be the second person who speaks at every um, every occasion. And I've been doing that at conferences, at seminars, at meetings, in get-togethers, and it has changed not only my behaviour but the dynamic within a meeting space. It means that I get to listen really intently to the first person or to the, the keynote speaker or whoever it is to, and then to the first person who gets to ask the question and then to either back them up to ask a further question, to have a comment. And it's really made me step up on the early part of the conversation and jump in and be part of it rather than sitting at the back and then running out of time and then the conversation moves on by the time I've actually been able to say anything. So it's really changed my attitude in, in listening and also the way that I contribute to those kind of conversations. 
the feedback came back to me at one stage that I'd had something to say um, right the way through a conference in a really positive way. And I, I think that for me, that was the first time I really felt that I'd been able to make a really valuable contribution and that I'd been heard. So thanks very much and uh, love your show and I'll keep listening. Margaret, thank you so much for this. I'm so proud of you for having taken, again, zeroed in on one thing and applied it. And not just applied it, but did it consistently to see what would happen with it. And you saw some wonderful things that showed up from it. And, and, and if you hadn't, I'm sure you would have pivoted and figured out a different way to get value from that conversation. It's just exactly what I hope for everyone. And related to that is also just wanting to be grateful here for Bonnie and just the value that she brings into these Q&A shows when we do them. Actually, we got an email, Bonnie, you and I, three or four days ago from someone who said they, what was the phrase she used? A, she has a low-level obsession with you, <laughs> which I thought was sweet. And uh, there, there, is a, there is absolutely a subgroup of the Coaching for Leaders listening community who is just incredibly grateful for you and the perspective you bring. And I am in that group. In fact, I'm the president of that group because you see things that I don't see. And that's one of, speaking of community, the importance of your voice in the show and I was thinking about this in a question and in some feedback that's specifically about a gender situation in that one of the, just one of many ways that people don't see that you've added value to the show is for many years when we did the Q&A shows, I often change names. I don't always change names. Sometimes people say, you know, feel free to use my name, but I often will change names, especially if I don't know if it's okay to use someone's name because I don't want people, you know, their colleague hears something and <laughs> that they've asked necessarily um, saying that on the air. And one day I was mentioning that I changed someone's name and you said, well, you changed the gender too. And I was like, well, well, yeah, I sometimes change the gender too, because I want to throw someone off. <laughs> if, if someone in their organization hears this, like they don't think it's like uh, a woman versus a man or whatever. And you gave me the feedback like, well, you can change the name, but you can't change the gender. Because if you change the gender, especially for whatever question we were dealing with, it totally changes the context of the situation. And it's just one of many examples of where you have helped me see things that I don't see. There are so many times that when we do the Q&A show and I answer first and then you give an answer and I think to myself, I totally miss that. Sometimes I totally missed it because you know you just think differently. Than I Sometimes I totally miss it because I have privilege in so many ways as a white heterosexual man living in America, all those things, right? All that to say, I'm really grateful for not only that, but all the things you do behind the scenes that people never see to help make what we talk about on this show much more valuable, practical, and also accessible to so many of our diverse audience. So thank you for that. Our final message for today is from Tori. Hello, my name is Tori, and I'm recording this from Kenya. I was originally in East Timor when I began listening to Coaching for Leaders. It was one of the few podcasts that I found, which actually I felt was very helpful in terms of getting my head around how to lead a new team. And I just wanted to say that Dave in particular inspired me in so many ways and in part because of what I learned from this show, I was able to go on to become a country director. And now I am inspired to teach others leadership in my own sector of aid work. 
And I was also an academy member and learned a lot through that as well. It really helped me get through some very difficult times in terms of terminating staff and, you know, helping to come up with a long-term strategy for the organization and, and just helped me so much. So I really thank you, Dave for all of your hard work and your amazing leadership. And thank you, Bonnie, as well. And I really hope to meet you all in person one day. But until then, thanks so much. Congratulations on the 10 million mark. That's amazing. And I wish you all the continued success in the future. Tori, I so appreciate this kind note. The pleasure has been mine to work with you for many years during your time in the Academy and before and beyond. Tori's originally here from the States, and as she mentioned, lived in East Timor and is now with her husband in Kenya, doing incredible work for aid workers and countries around the world. And it's really overwhelming for me when I think about just how many different ways what we've done here through our listening community has just been useful and has opened up so many wonderful relationships. And Tori, you're just a wonderful example of that, of just doing such incredible work and also taking the time to really care about people in such a genuine way as you always do. So thank you. I'm, I'm so grateful for it. We're sitting in the room that we call the studio, and it is full of podcasting equipment. And I can remember all those years ago when Dave, you first started talking about wanting to invest in this and start a podcast. And I don't think I had any understanding of what this was all about, both in terms of the technical standpoint and the fact that we would end up repurchasing many of those hardware components over the years, but also just in terms of the emotional investment, the conceptual investment, the relational investment, the social investment, and the investment investment that we would make over all those years, and just how much it would pour back to us. One of the really important things in that process has been those relationships. And so this last message is just such a fun thing to hear. And thanks to all of you for leaving these messages for both Dave and I, when we get messages like that, it just really helps fuel us for the really hard days. So thank you for giving us that opportunity to reflect back on all these years and 10 million downloads and to try to conceptualize, even though I can't, but to try to conceptualize all the people that have listened and all the ways that these conversations have made a difference. And Dave, just a big congratulations to you. You have shown up. You have, and, and this is something that you, we learned from other podcasters, but you've really exemplified it as not every episode for us is going to meet our mark as far as what we would hope for high standards, but you just keep going because the next one might, or the one that we think doesn't resonate as much winds up really connecting with right where someone is in their leadership challenges. So we show up and Dave, you are excellent at showing up both in terms of in front of the microphone, but also through listening and having those deeper conversations and making those connections. So congratulations on 10 million downloads. If you'd like to dive in a bit more on what you've heard from uh, some of this feedback today, I'd invite you to check out some of the related episodes. One of them I mentioned was episode 44, The Power of Introverts with Susan Cain. We talked about her blockbuster best-selling book, Quiet, The Power of Introverts in a World That Can't Stop Talking. Uh, it was a book that has uh, really been helpful to me and so many others who really do have a preference more for introversion. Susan and I talked about some of the key 
lessons from the book back in episode 44. So check that out if that'd be useful to you as it was to Steve Chase. Also recommended is an episode that did not come up in today's conversation, but it's one of my favorites from the library. It's episode 190, How to Improve Your Coaching Skills with Tom Henschel. Two reasons I'm mentioning that. First of all, I love what Tom mentioned in that episode about coaching, some of the analogies he used, and just the framework for coaching. So many of you have reached out to me over the years since we aired that episode on just how Tom's analogies were just so helpful for you thinking about how to develop people and how to coach effectively. The other reason, and probably bigger reason I'm mentioning is I couldn't possibly let this episode go by without saying a personal thank you to Tom Henschel. In addition to his wisdom, he has just become such a wonderful, kind friend who has supported me in so many ways. And the piece you don't hear on the show often is that Tom has also been so gracious with me to open up his professional network, which is huge and growing all the time, and has inspired many of the guests who have been on the show over the years. Tom is just so gracious in so many ways uh, to support us and support our community. And I know many of you have returned the favor by also following Tom's work. The Look and Sound of Leadership is a wonderful podcast to be listening to and a great compliment to the show. Thank you, Tom, for everything you've done to support us as a community. I'm so grateful for it. I'd also recommend episode 237. These coaching questions get results. We mentioned the work earlier of Michael Bungay-Stanier and the Coaching Habit book, which has become such a cornerstone of uh, so many of the lessons around coaching that those of us have been working on in our community. Uh, Many of our Academy members, if not most of them, have read the book, and we regularly talk about the seven key questions. Uh, You can get a good overview of that on episode 237. Also, episode 285, how to write a killer LinkedIn profile with Brenda Bernstein, which was mentioned earlier. Uh, Even though that episode aired almost three years ago, I don't think a week goes by that I don't get a message from someone on LinkedIn saying they just heard the episode and worked on their profile and then dropped us a note. So thank you, Brenda, for really helping us to use LinkedIn more effectively. In that episode, we actually pulled up profiles, examples of listeners with their permission, of course, and shared what uh, was working, what was not working, and where we'd suggest improvements on their profiles. So episode 285 is a great way to dive in on that if you'd like to leverage the power fully more of LinkedIn. You heard Steve Schrader's voice on the episode earlier. He was in episode 369, moving from theory to practice. You can hear more about his journey of how to become a better coach in that episode. And then finally, the work of Lois Frankel, also helpful uh, mentioned in today's episode, Unconscious Mistakes Women Make, episode 386. You can track down all of those episodes on the coachingforleaders.com website. The entire library since 2011 is available. Unfortunately, it's not all available on Apple Podcasts and some of the other directories because they don't let us show more than 300 episodes. Some of you email me and like, why why can't I see the earlier episodes? Uh, Believe me, we'd love to show the whole catalog. The directories just don't let us do that. But you can get access to the entire library, more importantly, searchable by topic if you set up your free membership at coachingforleaders.com. That's one of the reasons we have that resource there so you can really access and utilize the full library. And that also give you access to all of the resources in the ecosystem around Coaching for Leaders, uh, my personal library, and so much more. So again, just set up your free membership over at coachingforleaders.com. And finally, a huge thank you to you. One of the messages that I regularly get from folks is saying some version of, hey, thanks for this. What can I do to thank you? 
And the message I often send back is, you already have in so many ways. So many of you have not only taken what you've learned from the show and used it to make your organizations better and to make the careers of people you influence better, which is just unbelievably exciting to me to get those messages every single day. And many of you have gone the step further to share the show with someone you care about in your professional network, and in some cases in your personal network. I just don't think there's any greater compliment to our work and to my work than you doing that. So thank you, all of you who have done that. And if you have ever shared an episode with someone, if you have ever taken something you've discovered from the show and put it into practice, and it has meant something real for you and your organization as far as results, you have already thanked me in every possible way. Thank you so much for the privilege to support you. I'm so grateful for it. And uh, and we're not stopping. <laughs> we're just getting started. Once in a while, someone sends me a message and says, hey, you know, you're going to keep this coming, right? You better believe it. We are just, we're just getting started. So much more coming in the next six months to a year. Uh, so many episodes already planned out. And one of them uh, coming up next week is with Rita McGrath. Uh, she is an expert on innovation and growth. She's at the Columbia Business School, featured by Thinkers 50. She is going to show us how to start seeing around corners. Do you think big industry trends and innovations happen uh, in the blink of an eye? They do sometimes, but you can also see them coming. And Rita's going to teach us how her work and research can help us to do that more effectively. Check that out next week. Have a fabulous week and also see you this coming Saturday for next Saturday cast. Take care, everyone.